This is episode 521 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Friday, September 7th, 2018. I am your host, Mark Kuznez, and today I'll be talking about some V-Rally 4, some Arcade Islands Volume 1, and maybe a smidgen of this and that and what have you. Uh, before I get to what I've been playing, I do want to just mention, once again, THQ Nordic has purchased an IP that I and I think everyone else thought was dead as dead can be, and that we'd never see anything from it ever again, and that is Kingdoms of Amular, uh, which, you know, had a fantastic game on 360 and PS3. I loved it, uh, Kingdoms of Amular reckoning and after i I really enjoy that game i wasn't a huge fan of the story and the writing but i love the world and i love being in the world and the mechanics of it so i was always excited and hopeful that we might get more and then of course all the controversy happened with the studio and i think they were in maryland uh and needing to pay back what they got from the state and all this kind of crazy stuff and going out of business and Blah 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 blah. But after that happened, I and I would assume everyone else just thought, okay, fine. This this series, this franchise is gone. We'll never see it ever again, and that's a real shame because, especially since the studio that made it, uh, th- uh, I don't know if it's Thirty Eight Studios or Three Eight Studios. I feel like it was called Three Eight Studios, but it doesn't really matter. Um, you know, of course they were disbanded and everyone went their own separate ways so the studio that made it no longer exists which is sad because they made a really great game and i would have loved to have seen them made uh, make another one but you know history happened and now history is happening again with thq nordic acquiring kingdoms of amular and i guess it included the like all the stuff that was involved including the uh canceled mmo they were making in that universe so i don't know what their plans are to do with the series uh, but if nothing if this does nothing else and this is the same way i feel about with the acquisition of time splitters by them if i mean it would not make any sense for them to not be working on new games in both franchises but if i could just get both series hitting backward compatibility on Xbox One. In the meantime, I would be super happy. I've been waiting and waiting and waiting for Amular to hit backward compatibility because I would love to revisit that world. I never really got around to the DLC, and I just I really like that game, and I think my dad would really like that game as well. He loved the Fable games, um, so if they hit backward compatibility, he no longer has a 360. Uh, that would be great for him as well. And then Time Splitters, I adore Time Splitters too. Would it? I, there's the chance that the controls would really not gel with me anymore because I haven't played it in forever. Uh, um, but I adore the hell out of Time Splitters too. Uh, and Future Perfect was solid as well. Even even Second Sight. I'm I think Second Sight came out on all platforms as well. But I played everything on PS2. I would love to revisit that game as well. Um, so that would be nice. But when it comes to Xbox, original Xbox games hitting backward compatibility, they just dump them out in chunks. And it really sucks because there are so many great original Xbox games still that aren't available that 
I would love to see on the the platform. The highlights really being like I would love Freedom Fighters, Deus Ex Invisible War, of course the Time Splitters games. Uh, you know, Stubbs the Zombie seems like a really obvious choice because I, I never played much of that, but I just feel like a lot of people look at that with uh, very fondly the original Splinter Cell games. Especially if they get, the, I, I don't know how multiplayer works with original Xbox games. If they do re, I, I don't, I don't think that's the case. But it would be amazing because I would love to go back to uh, Pandora Tomorrow or I think it was Chaos Theories, uh, the third one, because I played the 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 Splinter Cell game where I played the most multiplayer was Pandora Tomorrow, and I just. I'd never even played the single player because I was so hooked in the 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 multiplayer. It was it's some of the best multiplayer I've ever played, if not my favorite uh, multiplayer uh, game. Um, I really I really love Delta Force, Black Hawk Down as well. But there are so many great Xbox games that I would love to see hit backward compatibility, just because one. They look incredible on an X. I'm not. I haven't. I haven't ch- tried them on a on an S. I think it's four times the anti-aliasing on an S, but then 16 times on an X. And you can tell they look really sharp. They look great. I love them. Currently, we have Destroy All Humans on sale for I believe three dollars two ninety nine. Which if you one, it's a great game. It still holds up. It's not like the most amazing game, but it's a lot of fun. It's got a nice, a lot of nice silly humor. But most importantly, I believe it is. I believe it was the most expensive original Xbox game currently available on backward compatibility at nineteen ninety nine regular price, which is fucking ridiculous for an original Xbox game. The fact that there are any above nine ninety nine is crazy to me. I could, I could see some like the really really like well-known established ones like Star Wars, uh, Knights of the Old Republic or Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind, but Destroy All Humans? Are you are you what is wrong with you? That's crazy. Uh there's also MX versus ATV Unleash Untamed. One of those is on sale for 2.99 as well and then Full Spectrum Warrior is on sale for 8.99 and that's regularly 14.99. So the I, I would say if you are interested in those types of games to pick them all up because I don't you don't often see them on sale. We had the King of Fighters one uh, on sale a few weeks ago, but usually you don't see a lot of them on sale, which is a little frustrating because I I, I feel like a lot of people would be more inclined to pick them up if they were a bit cheaper. Ten bucks isn't bad. Uh, you know, I think ten bucks is a fair price. But the ones that are more than that, are, I think it's just crazy. Like Hunter, The Reckoning, I believe it's the subtitle. I'd love to pick that up. It's 15 bucks. If it was 10 bucks, I probably would have already picked it up. And now I'm just waiting for a sale. Um, so, yeah. I don't even remember where I was going with this. Something about this or that. Oh, yeah. Kingdoms of Abular, Reckoning. Uh, love that game. Hope it hits backward compatib- uh, compatibility on Xbox One because of this and maybe we'll get the thing i am worried about just because it seems like it could very well happen with thq nordic because i believe they purchased darksiders and they own that and they did that before the remasters re war war mastered whatever the stupid fucking names they put on them additions were so 
there's the concern that they will just remaster very in very loose terms because you look at red faction gorilla remastered edition that is really just the pc version put on the consoles and and on pc i don't know what i don't feel like it was upgraded that much if at all from the original pc version but i could be wrong because i haven't played the pc version in a while um but that remastering wasn't that substantial i mean it basically just re-releases the game and puts it on uh, so you can access multiplayer which i think was dead right from the start um but they really didn't do anything to try and make it a bit more streamlined or a little bit better, throw in a few mechanics or what have you that would make it feel better, feel more current uh, instead of the old-ass feeling I got when I returned to it and was incredibly disappointed. So there's the concern that they might just remaster, in quotes, uh, Reckoning and put it out there for 30 bucks or so and instead of just putting on backward compatibility which of course that only backward compatibility only serves the xbox user base it doesn't do anything for people who own a playstation or on pc or anything like that so i understand not just doing that but if they don't really make it look significantly better uh, or, or do much of anything then i just feel like what's the point and it should be 20 bucks at max uh and with time splitters I mean, I would I would love a visual upgrade to those, but I I don't know I don't know what they're gonna do. I I would love I would pay I would probably pay thirty bucks for a Time Splitters triple pack uh, if they clean up the visuals, um, and then you know you, you get life in the multiplayer again and the the map editor and all that jazz. That would be I would that would be my absolute favorite thing to happen from this in the immediate future because I don't feel like that would take too much time uh, compared to a complete new game uh, but Time Splitters is a game that is a series that was super fun and had great multiplayer it was just a really fun little shooter with a lot of charm and a lot of things a lot of things to unlock I, I enjoyed going through all the challenges and unlocking the the different skins and all that so I like all that Moving on to what I've been playing, V Rally 4 is a rally racing game, and I played it for about an hour and a half or so, and I am not a fan of it from the bit I've played just because the controls are very, very loose. I don't know how, I'm playing with a controller, and I'm also much more of a casual racing fan uh, than others. Like I'm not huge into sim races, and I like looking at the, the different setups and all that like brakes and all these different things you can change to adjust the controls i don't know what the hell i'm doing in there so that doesn't help me if there's not a preset that will make the game feel better but it feels incredibly loose even with the uh, anti-brake system or whatever the hell it's called abs and uh, t whatever tbs that doesn't sound right because that's a tv channel um but even with those on it still feels looser than i would like and when i can play a game like dirt 4 i can go back to dirt 4 or the uh, wrc games and have a much better experience control wise it's hard to recommend and want to play myself v rally 4 um 
and that's that's disappointing because it does it looks pretty good i it's got a nice look to it uh because when i went back to dirt 4 it looks good but it's aged, especially in the environment, which you can see when you're far away, just the texture quality is pretty damn low. Um, so it, V Rally 4 does have uh, good visuals, but the gameplay just isn't there for me. And it might be fine for more seasoned rally racing fans. I'm much more of a traditional racer fan as well, but I do enjoy a good arcadey rally racing game that has a control scheme set up for more casual people. Because I know with Dirt 4, I believe that came after Dirt Rally, and part of what they acknowledged and put in with Dirt 4 over Dirt Rally was more user friendly, casual friendly controls. So, because I remember playing Dirt Rally, I'm like, oh god, this is a nightmare. And then I played Dirt Four, I'm like, oh, this is this is what I wanted. And that's kind of the same experience I'm getting with V Rally Four. It's just like, uh, this is this just doesn't feel right. I don't feel like I'm fully in control of the car, and it's frustrating. And the way the the career mode is set up, because you can do a quick race, you could just you know do a race as you want with everything unlocked already. Uh, you don't have to unlock anything in those in that mode. But in the career mode, after every race, and if you don't do well, you know, you're going to have to pay for your car repairs. You're going to have to pay a little bit for the crew. And after a week, I believe you have to pay their full paychecks. And if you're not doing well, if you're placing really low, you're not going to be making much money at all. You could potentially, if you're like placing at the very bottom, I lowered the difficulty immediately so that I wouldn't because I placed i was like in the default difficulty and i did horrible and i was i wrecked my car a bunch and at the end of the race i think i ended up netting a negative fifteen hundred dollars and i'm like well i can't do this this is not going to work for me i need to lower the difficulty because this was a nightmare and that was on a a race because they have the, the traditional rally races where it's just you on the course uh, and be based on your time and then they have ones where you're racing against other cars at the same time and I think there might be other vehicles as well, not just cars, um, but I haven't got to that point. Uh, but then, you know, it, it makes the, the career mode just feel very like, what is this? The souls of rally racing games where I'm going to end up with negative money at a point. I'm not going to be able to complete. I'm going to have to start over because I'm going to do so poorly and wreck my car enough to end up net no money, uh, which is annoying. Um, but yeah, it is, I mean, unless you've just completely drained all the other rally racing games of their content, I would just say, you know, pick up dirt four or one of the WRC games. Uh, they're, I mean the WRC games, I hope that's the right lettering. Uh, they are on sale very frequently, at least on Xbox. I'm playing this on Xbox one. I don't think I mentioned that. But um, those games are on sale all the time. Like I think you can get 16 for like 10 bucks, 17 for 15, 18 for 20 or whatever the hell the numeral naming <laughs> thing it is. I don't know if they go by year. I can't remember if it's by year or not. It might be five, six, and seven. I think that that sounds more right to me right now. Just saying it. Uh, but you know, I do all my research. Oh yeah, 
And then the other game I played is Arcade Island Volume 1, which is a collection of mini games, which are a good chunk of them are from the Switch game Party Planet, uh, which is basically the same game, just a different name and the, the way... Like, uh, the menus are set up are a bit different. As, uh, you know, they're both massive games. Um, but now it's on console with this version uh, on PS4 and Xbox One. And I I like it. Some of the games don't feel that great. There's a Zuma. Is it Zuma or Zumba? Not Zumba. Zumba's the, the exercise. Zuma's the, the one where you're like the frog spitting the, the balls at the balls to match them and all that while they're coming around in like a spiral usually or some other kind of crazy shape uh while you're in the middle are you in the middle you're somewhere in the middle uh luxor is the one where you're on the bottom and you're shooting the thing they're, i mean they're all match games but that one doesn't feel that great compared to what it's uh copying and then there's a tank game with controls i'm not a huge fan of but they got a lot of uh known games so they have a snake type game uh well, i mean it, it is snake they have a sort of uh what is the name of that ios game where you were going doodle jump one of those you just keep going up as high as you can collect some things uh, you're a rabbit and you're jumping on platforms avoiding projectiles try not to fall into the water collecting carrots along the way getting points for how high you get uh, there's a a fish game where you're just going from left to right and you press the button, you press the A button to just uh, do like a little hop in the water uh, while avoiding spikes in the walls and uh, mines that are popping up and other uh, like blowfishes that show up. And they're just a, a nice collection of mini games. Some of them I think are single player only. And I like them. They're 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 solid. They're they're not the most amazing games in the world, but some of them are really fun. I still love, you know, I loved it on Switch. I still love it. The one where you are, that fish, just avoiding all the things, because it's very simple. Uh, you just press in the A button to move yourself a little higher and avoid all these things, collecting these, like, little balls of energy or something. I don't know what the hell you're collecting, but you're collecting something, and it's fun. It's nice and simple. Uh, the majority of the games, if not all of them, are just one button, and usually... Uh, and not always, but, you know, the analog stick as well. So you, usually most of the games are one button and uh, the analog stick or just one button, which is nice because it, it means anyone can pick up and play. They're very colorful visuals. Uh, and, and like that game and other games, the, the Doodle Jump one, some of them are fun to just play by yourself. And others, of course, are much better when you're playing with other people. But... I, I just think I played some with my dad, uh, and he was enjoying it. I enjoyed it. Uh, I, you know, I just got a code for it yesterday, I think. So I haven't had much time to put into it, but I have unlocked the first four islands. There are 33 mini games in the the game. There were 30 in Party Planet, so there are at least three new ones. Um, and yeah. I mean, it's just—it's a minigame collection, and I can't think of another. I mean, I—I I think I've played other minigame collections on Xbox, but I'm not sure of what 
they are, if they exist. And Arcade Island Volume 1 is a solid one. And if you're looking for something like that, it's definitely worth picking up because, you know, especially if you have kids and you just want some simple things to play with them and, and games that don't require a lot of input and, like, a lot of uh, confusion. I mean, there are some that are more complicated. There are like, there's this one where you're a fish and you're sp- I don't know what you're doing. You're like spitting at them or something, but the there are sharks coming at you from both sides in, in either red, green, or blue, and so and they could come in either like a a nice shiny color or a more grayed out color, and you have to shoot them with whatever the hell you're shooting them with uh, in their color, and they have I think so it's X A B. I think X is blue, B is red, A is green. That makes sense, given the color of the buttons. But you're shooting at them, and then you hold the left bumper, shoulder bumper, uh, in order to change between. You hold it to make yourself more shadowy, uh, so you can get those little darker ones. Um, So that one requires a bit more input and might be a bit more challenging for younger folk. And then they also have other traditional parlor type games like uh you know the the whole thing on the cup game and they just start shaking all the cups around. And you're trying to get uh stars in the game. So you get a certain amount of points, you get one star and so on into two and three is the max you can get. And as you get three stars in a game you unlock a treasure, which ends up in this like room that you can just look at all the things you've unlocked and how well you've done in the mini games. Uh, there are online leaderboards, which is nice. I don't remember if that was in the Switch game, but that's a nice little thing as well. Uh, yeah, it's it's just a solid mini game collection. I I enjoy it. It's fun to play with other people, which is what you want from a mini game collection. It's not going to blow you away. Uh, it doesn't have any game in it that is particularly mind-blowing like oh this is this is a killer app of this game or anything no it's just a collection of games that you will likely be familiar with and sure like with the the zuma clone if you if you want to play zuma then you can just play zuma but if you want to play maybe a game of zuma and then something else like if you want to play a smattering of games that are familiar this is where you'd go if you if you're only looking for one type of game, then of course you go to the 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 main game. Um, but yeah, that is Arcade Island Volume One, uh, and it's available on Xbox One and PlayStation Four. I'm not I don't think it, I'm not sure if it's out just yet. And same with V Rally Four, I believe that comes out on the 11th of September. Uh, and then that's pretty much all I've been playing. Other than Gems of War, which last episode I didn't talk about it, but they released another update. That I love how often they update the game, but man, sometimes it, it, what kills me is like, well, I finally completed my achievements for this game again. Oh, no, they released an update, and now my achievement list is not complete again. But they released a whole new area now, which I'm, I'm assuming is going to get really fleshed out. Uh, I believe that's probably what they're going to be focusing on for... The, the immediate future and the future future but they've unlocked an underworld which has the same kind of campaign and story missions as the the ones in the regular world 
but they have this like dungeon where you take in a team of four uh, uh, players cards and they have to be of one of two colors depending on the the world uh, and if one of those characters dies in battle they don't come back for the rest of the time you're uh, in that dungeon you're doing a little bit of dungeon calling where you're fighting across there are various paths and there's a boss you can take off you can take on everything in there and clear it out and that will give you the best bonus or you can just rush to the boss or whatever you can leave and get some rewards if you want but if one of your characters die they're gone for the rest of that thing like i said and it's it's a nice little change of pace and uh, increases the stakes of battle where you might be willing to sacrifice uh, a, a card for the the particular battle but you have to think about the whole war in this case and also some cards would just be completely useless in this mode like the the what is it the the just giant red ball of flame or whatever that blows itself up and does damage to some enemies and then it will give you gems for your other cards but you won't be able to use that in any other battle in this particular mode so that's interesting but uh yeah i still play the game every day with my meals and i don't even know how many hours it's now been what i probably like 2000 hours or something ridiculous if i looked at the time uh and some of the achievements like they've added new ones which i'll be getting soon enough uh, i'm not sure if they're all pretty easy to get but like the last one was an annoying one with the pets which i still have to do because it involves leveling one up and to like the max uh, it's just whatever They're driving me crazy with the gems of war the game that no one cares about so why am i still talking about it and then other than that i watched street fighter the movie and you know what i like that movie it's stupid dumb fun but it is enjoyable dumb fun and i can't help but think they know how stupid they're being because of just the way they almost wink at the camera at times and some of the lines like dj is just like and every time zangief says or does anything it's just like this is ridiculous and the scene where he is finding out that bison is a bad guy it reminded me i i don't think it's a reason why he's in it but just the fact that zangief is also in wreck it ralph talking about bad guys like you know i if i'm bad guy but i'm not bad guy uh that just amused me but it's an enjoyable movie and i've gone back and watched like double dragon which i thought would be enjoyable in the same sense but double dragon is just a little too stupid and not enough fun but i had a lot of fun revisiting street fighter uh so yeah i enjoy that movie and that's that so i th i think <laughs> i think video game movies should look at stuff like street fighter mortal kombat and take some notes as to what they should do they should just be stupid dumb and fun they shouldn't try being good movies because the majority like street fighter what do you expect out of a street fighter movie a movie based on a fighting game the story in the street fighter games has never been any good it's only been crap uh so just have dumb fun with it 
okay, here, here's a you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme's guile is giving a speech in this room. Then a guy jumps on the table and starts rushing at him. He just kicks him and then he throws him off the table. It's like, hey, anyone else got some more news? It's it's ridiculous, but it's enjoyable. It's stupid. I love it. Uh, where's my UHD of that? I'd buy that in a heartbeat. Uh, but uh, yeah, more video game movies should take that because like Tomb Raider was boring as hell the first hour. I didn't finish it. I didn't enjoy that. Uh, and even the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider movies weren't as fun as I remember them being. But uh, Street Fighter's a gem. Real gem. I really want to rewatch Super Mario Brothers. Or was it Mario Brothers? I don't know what the hell the name it was called, but I want to rewatch that because I just feel like it's. That may be another case of just too weird and not enough stupid and fun. I feel like it was just like, hey, what if we took Super Mario Brothers and Total Recall and put them together? Wouldn't that be amazing? No, that would be really weird. Really weird. And it, it ended up being really weird. But um, I think that's a good place to end this here episode of the Pixel Latest Sausage Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, my animalist, Steam, Twitch, and all the usual places at PX Sausage on PSN. I'm the Kush Three. The site is of course pixelatedsausage.com where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast. And Attack the Backlog is still in the works. I just am, you know, I'm very busy with my dad and all that and stuff. It's just very time consuming time in my life. And I wanna I'm still looking into maybe creating an intro for it and a video intro for it so there's that but um that will definitely be coming this month and then the next game is i don't know i'm I'm trying to think if i should just collect the games that i would really like to tackle and not just everything that's in my backlog and collection that i haven't played and then you know give them a number and then just use a random number generator to pick the next game as opposed to picking something myself because that could just be really a that could be a nightmare of me trying to actually be like oh the one i keep thinking about and going back to i don't know why is el shaddai i think the ascension was the the subtitle of colon um but yeah i don't i don't think it's too long of a game either and i remember it having a really uh, being really visually striking have, having a good look to it but I don't know if I remember liking the way it plays but that doesn't really matter uh, and I have my 360 hooked up it's not backward compatible but that's fine uh, so yeah and the thing is that I've also got like some PS3 games and also PS2 games that I'd like to go back to but I, I, I'm going to have to see if it's turned on or not but I think the last time I tried hooking up my PS3 to my capture device, my Elgato and all that, it still wouldn't come through the input. Um, so if that doesn't work, I can't do anything because PS4 won't play PS3 or PS2 games. So yeah. Where was I? Podcast, yes. Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, this podcast, are available on all the podcast services you could ever hope they could be on not really i don't i don't know what's out there they're not we're not on spotify but what we are on what we're on 
is our is we are podcasts. Oh God, I, I've started this episode is too long. They are both available on podcast services like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And if you like to check out some crazy, kooky, colorful art, because what kind of art would you expect from someone like me who is just out of their mind? Uh, you can, if you're watching the video, see where my hand is covering, and now you can't see it that well. That's one of my pieces. Uh huh. Ooh, and there's another one. Uh, you can go over to pxsart.com and check it out there. And if you see a piece you like, if you're clicking them, you get a nice big picture version of it. There'll be a link below where you can purchase a print of that piece you fancy. And if you fancy this site and the art I do and everything we do over at Pixelated Sausage and would like to support us, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. Uh, yeah. Everything will always be free, though. Probably. I, I don't see a reason to do anything other than that. But I was thinking, well, maybe I'll throw in some tier where people can pick uh, a future Attack the Backlog game. But that would have to be something where I give you a list of literally every game I own so that you can pick something I own because I'm not going to buy a game when I already have so many games that I haven't played. Okay. Uh, that will really do it. So, And YouTube.com slash Sausage. There you go. You want to watch a video of this crap? You're more than welcome to do that. And now I will really say... Finally. Bye. Bye.